I'm gonna have to talk like so close to the mic because I don't know why my voice is just not being picked up today. I feel like <laughs> maybe it's just something about your voice. I think that it like I have never been told that I am quiet until like we started these podcasts. Well, maybe it's not that you're quiet or like <clears throat> maybe your voice is just like at a certain register that microphones hate. I I that must I don't know what it is because like people tell me at work sometimes that I'm not speaking loud enough. So I don't I don't know. I cuz I've never found you quiet. I I am not a quiet person. I don't know why this keeps happening to me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just don't have a I don't have a voice for radio. <laughs> some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Hey little dippers, Uh, welcome to One Star, a bad movie podcast where we talk about bad movies with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I'm definitely not trying to hide a British accent, twin. (laughs) Wait, who was British? The girl. Oh. Are, Are you telling me you didn't notice her horrible attempts to sound American? I noticed her horrible attempts at acting, and I, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> there, uh, I didn't realize that it was <laughs> a language thing or an I accent mean, thing. I I don't like know for I didn't confirm it, but like, there's no way she wasn't like uh, hiding an accent. I didn't write it down, but I I did wanted to make a note about how bad her in particular her acting was. Oh, by far the worst, like. Joey King Award for Acting <laughs> goes like, to her. Okay, we're not in improving the movie yet because we're not even into the episode. <laughs> we haven't said the but, title of the movie yet. <laughs> but, oh, I guess we could do that. We are talking about <laughs> the Bye Bye Man. The oh, no. The Poo Poo Man. Oh, no. We said it. <laughs> I haven't done. thunk it, though. So I think, is it, you can't do, e- is it like both or either? You can't... Well, once you hear it, you know it, and you're done. Okay. But, like, what if you don't think it? Like, here's an example. Someone says, the BB man. Just in case. <laughs> I'm not going to say the full thing. So someone I'm says it to me. Not. Yeah. Someone says it to me. I hear the word. So, and then I immediately get shot in the head with a bullet. But it doesn't kill me. I simply fall into a coma and or become brain dead. Is he still after me? It's if you know the name. Like, I technically know it, but, like, my brain isn't capable of thinking it right now because of the brain damage. I, um, I think he, he just is an attention whore and he just wants you to know who he is. <laughs> Another theoretical for you. So they said if anyone hears it in, like, any form. So say, for example, I'm in the said town because I think it, it seems location specific. Also, I'm not sure. Let's say yeah. I'm in this town and someone's so I see someone, see a man who is like violently bisexual. And I went, hey, that's a bye bye man. Would that invoke him? <laughs> um, 
No. As the official authority on the movie, I'm going to say no. <laughs> what I was going to say is, if you would it be an, an improvement or not if you replaced this girl with Joey King? Here's the thing. I love every choice this girl makes because <laughs> it's always the wrong choice. <laughs> right. As an actor? Yeah. She, <laughs> right. she makes every everything like a good actor would choose. She does the exact opposite. And that's what I love about her. It does keep it fun. Yeah. And you never know, like, exactly how her voice is going to sound when she starts speaking. It's going to start at one place, and then the sentence is going to end in a very different tone. And I like that journey. Everything she says goes on. She keeps you on your toes. Exactly. But it, but in the sense of you don't know how she's going to say her next line. <laughs> um... Overall thoughts about the movie before we... Well, I want to say, know. start, yeah, go we, got, we got to start off, happy Spookvember, everybody. Happy Spookvember. You know, it's November. It's the spookiest time of the year. When everyone's afraid. <laughs> if, is, if you're uh, new to the cast, we celebrate Halloween in all of November. <laughs> because that's the month where you want to you watch horror movies is November. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, what Thanksgiving movies are there really? Exactly. I, I could watch that one, like, music video where it's, like, mashed potatoes. You know the one. Sure. <laughs> Definitely. The same, same people that did, like, Friday by Rebecca Black did, like, oh. that Thanksgiving music video. I didn't see that. Never. We'll, we'll move on. It's not worth spending time on. <laughs> but anyway, who needs Thanksgiving? It's a garbage holiday for racists. So, we'll just have two months of Halloween. Yay! But also not... Well, we don't celebrate Halloween in October. That's true. No, not at all. So, October is a month for penance. Exactly. Why did you want to do this movie? So, I think when you first pitched... The idea of this podcast to me. This movie was one of the ones where I'm like, that drew me into the idea in my own head when you were like pitching like the concept. I was like, oh, right. we could do this. And I was like, wait, I do want to do this movie at some point. Because not only is it classically terrible, it is mm-hmm. written and has a small featured role by a Survivor contestant named Jonathan Penner. Yay. Yeah, he was uh, Mr. Daisy or whatever that name was. We'll, we'll get to. <laughs> There's a lot lot going on with that character. Alone. <laughs> he He's on screen for such little time, but boy does he make an impact. <laughs> <laughs> and it's directed by his wife. So, the, just our survivor passion is... Co- coexisting with this movie and so like that's why I knew we needed to do it and I before we before we like even you know thought of this podcast I remember seeing a trailer for this and I was like what is that <laughs> and also the name of the movie yes how could I forget just the general what what uh, they thought 
you know what a scary villain would be called? Like a scary supernatural demon? The bye-bye man. <laughs> and you, one of the very first lines in the movie, we'll, we'll start getting into it, is someone, some, some guy's like, who have you told the name to? And like the second line of the movie, the woman goes, I told Rick he thought it was funny. So it's almost <laughs> like they knew. I know. <laughs> Were they aware? (laughs) Like, I don't, I, and it's not even like, yeah, yeah, it's silly, but like, it makes sense for this and this. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, we get no mythology, really. No, we we get no background for this demon at all either. I'm just calling him a demon. I don't really know what he is. Um, he's a guy in pants and a Henley. <laughs> and he has a demon dog, a hound. Oh, they that, kept calling him. That was my other possible intro. I was gonna go, and I'm a flesh hound. <laughs> that was my other. Because then he looked like just real meaty. Yeah, he did not have any fur or skin. <laughs> it was just like if like some raw if you like shaped a meatloaf like a wolf. That yeah, that was his sidekick. <laughs> Who also no explanation. Something with trains. That's all we get. That was never explained. The coin was never explained. Nothing was explained. The desk, not explained. No. Is it a it magic? Like, is it a magic desk? Well, it seemed like the desk originally wasn't part of it, but like when his name was written in the desk, it becomes it, a part of it. <laughs> I don't know. We're. I, I guess we're not supposed to think about it because the movie tells us so many times. <laughs> don't think about it Those, the first time he started saying it I, I wrote down in my notes what is this UCB <laughs> it's an improv joke I'm, I'm sorry I'm too cool so I don't understand that makes that's fair cause that's their motto is don't think oh got it sorry I'm not thinking it oh okay <clears throat> that makes that's sense. just gonna be my new excuse for anything <laughs> <clears throat> Any flaws we make, we're just not supposed to think. Yeah, we're not thinking. Um, my well, actual first, saying. my first note is nineteen sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> I'm not so kidding. They... When my only note is the quote, I told Rick and he thought it was funny. <laughs> that is the only thing I have written down. Um, basically. We open up with a guy getting... It's in 1969. And he, this guy gets out of a uh, a car in a suburban neighborhood with a shotgun. <laughs> and basically, the whole gist of this opening scene is he just goes around and says, Did you tell anyone? And they say, Yeah, this person. Then he kills them. And then he goes and kills whoever they told. So Yeah. So here's my question. If he was so intent on, like, erasing any thought of the bye-bye man, why did he write it in the desk? Good point. (laughs) And also, why did he, like, write a whole-ass article on it and then just, like, let it be there? I don't think he knew in in the article. When he was writing the article, I don't think he knew. But then why didn't he, like, destroy the files for the article? You're right. He just had them archive it. He, he was like, instead of, you know, just like going to the library, taking care of that, I gotta go murder my wife. 
No, not my wife. My children. Is that who that was? Yeah. Faye, our one star, out of nowhere, Faye Dunaway for like two scenes and then she's gone again. Who's that? She's a famous older actress. She was the one who messed up the Oscars by saying La La Land when it was <gasps> Moonlight. Yes. That's her. I know Love people her. like to blame the other guy whose name has just left my brain. I've got to find this out. I'm sorry. I don't want to feel like a dumbass anymore. Faye Dunaway and... Where is it? Where is it? Warren Beatty. There we go. Everyone blamed mm. Warren Beatty for it, but it was Faye Dunaway's fault, and I do want to make that clear. Actually, I guess it was McCall's fault. Dunaway and whatever. The Price Waterhouse Coopers, the accounting firm. Yeah, because they gave him the wrong envelope, didn't they? Yeah, they because it said Emma Stone, and she, she was. They were like, "Well, there's no way she won Best Picture." <laughs> it was a dumb assumption to make, though. You never know. It could have just been like for she, she could have had a camera trained on her twenty four seven, and that's Best Picture. Even though Truman Show, Truman Show was robbed of any sort of recognition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say there's a the town that they filmed Truman Show in. I went to this year and it was pretty cool. That's all I was gonna say. Oh, that is fun. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, but... <laughs> every store we we went into sold copies of the Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, so just a really random cameo that I didn't know about going into this movie. My one star was gonna be Jonathan Penner, and then she shows up and I gasp. Who who was she? She was in Bonnie and Clyde. No, like who in the movie? Oh, the the old lady wife. Okay. Like the yeah, the murderer's wife. Yeah. That's at the end. Yeah. So yeah, we get this guy going around killing people and then we immediately go to we we immediately forget that. And we go to college. Uh, Here, okay, this is going to sound like it's an insult to us and our good friend Sydney, who was on our other episode, but I promise it's not. This film is shot about as good as we have shot things. That's what what I mean by that, is, like, we have access to, like, I don't know, a $100 camera that you can buy at a Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And we have shot more beautiful shots than anything in this movie where they have the finest equipment. Yes, you're right. Because th- this, a lot of the shots, like, I was like, I couldn't even see <laughs> what was happening. Nothing interesting was happening with any of the shots either. Well, sometimes there were. Yeah, I know. It's like, this is one of the ugliest movies I've ever seen. The way it's shot, I just hate. There there wasn't much care into it. There's no... It's all just dull. I wanted... I know it's, like, supposed to be bleak, but, like, you still need, like, dark blacks and bright whites, you know? Like, contrast is still important, even if you're, like, you're shooting for bleak. And everything is just, like, a weird wash of gray that I hate. The person who... Like... Who no one put a whole lot of effort into this movie, no matter like what they were, except for the main guy who played Elliot. 
What, why do you think he put in effort? I just think towards the end, he was like, I'm giving this role everything I have. <laughs> See, that? then I would give that to Jonathan Penner because he went you're right, for you're it. Right. <laughs> you're right. Sorry, just keep hearing weird noises coming from the house. Ooky spooky. You, you thought it and you said it, Lauren. God damn it. Shit. I guess you're going to have to come here and kill me. <laughs> All right. And also anyone who listens to this. <laughs> yeah, guys, this is a threat. This whole podcast. Question for you. Yes. Um, Before we get back into them, it's related. Like, so you watch a lot more horror movies than I do. I watch very many of them. Yeah. Do you ever get, like, the, like, post-horror movie paranoia? Only on... The only times I've ever, like, genuinely felt, like, kind of fearful were either ones I watched when I was a kid or when I watch one when I'm all alone in my house. Fair. If, like, I know my family's in the house, I could watch the scariest movie of all time. And would feel the same. But if I was alone, I could watch The Bye Bye Man and get a little spooked. <laughs> <laughs> so is it only... Is it only, like, while you're watching it? Yeah. See, I'm, like, the opposite. Like, I'm fine watching it, and then it's, like, as soon as I go to do something, like... I'm, like... I have, like, that paranoia. <laughs> Even with, like, this? Even with this. But I also was home alone. And because I was gonna make a joke <laughs> that the scariest part about this movie was when this is unrelated. Uh, the scariest part of this movie was when I walked into the kitchen and I heard an ambulance down the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I decided to immediately take a shower, um, which I don't recommend after watching a horror movie, <laughs> <laughs> especially being a woman, where that's where they like to murder people. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It was, like, a weird experience because it's, like, a very vulnerable and also, like, isolated, you know? Yeah. It's a good murdery spot. How did you feel after Ma, then? Oh, perfectly fine. <laughs> it's not It's not all of them. It's only, like, a few where... And I think, that, I think that's the main thing is that if I just watch them alone. No, that's not because Us fucked me up for, like, a week or two. That's fair. Um, and then it, sometimes whenever I think about us too much, it happens again. I love no, that I was movie. Just, uh, yeah. I was just curious, like, how... Because you watch them a lot more often than I do. Yeah, I mean, um, I just watch 31 in a row every single day of October. Uh, why? It's not even the spookiest month. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh, I should have done a spook member challenge. <laughs> and all it is, is I have to watch Thanksgiving every single <laughs> all, day. Every day. <laughs> I was just curious, because, like, I don't know. I didn't know if that was anyone else's experience except for just m my brain. But it's not all of them. I don't know. I'm I fine think with a lot of them. everyone's brain is broken in a different and special way. Yeah. So then, so that we go to college, and there's these three kids. A, uh, a tall, lanky, nerdy boy. <laughs> 
his hot girlfriend and his hot friend that is a man. And yep. they're like, we want to live together. Uh, here's, okay, lots of questions. Mm-hmm. One, there are, like, just houses available by colleges. You don't have to, like, buy a fixer-upper. Right? Right. Two, it was, like, in the middle of the year. What happened to their lease? The one made a comment that, like, oh, this is why I had to get out of the dorms. But, like, you can't just, like, leave, right? No. You, like, signed a lease and, like, paid for the year. Or yeah, at least the semester. The I guess you could sleep elsewhere if you want to, but, like, you're paying for that. <laughs> I'm just, uh, it was weird. And, like, also, like, that big of a house for three people, what the fuck was their rent? And also, like, you can't. You can't rent that kind of place. <laughs> it's a fixer. Like, there are so many houses available that are done and, like, just ready to be moved into. And, like, yeah, there's, like, student housing, like, apartments in most, you know, near college areas. But also, like, most of the... It seemed to be in the middle of a suburb, this college... And this house seemed to be on campus. <laughs> or did it not? Where I couldn't tell where it was. It seemed like it was like on a corner of campus, like in a random cuz they went through campus to go see it. Yeah. But like you can't you're if you're a landlord, you can't rent out that property. You can't no three college kids are going to rent an empty creepy house. No. Just in the middle of nowhere. Also, I, w- I actually, I also would say no kid is going to invite his older brother and his niece, his very young niece, to a <laughs> to college a party. party. But it happens in this movie. I was like, why did you bring the five-year-old? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And also, like, it's, it made it, they also made it seem like the girl didn't go to that college. Did they? At one point, they did. Also, they never go to class. <laughs> they never go to class. <laughs> they talk about homework sometimes, but oh, that's only towards the beginning, and then they just stop. I. Yeah. That's the problem with, like, so many high school and, like, college movies, is, like, they sometimes seem to forget to include, like, class as a thing. Even, like, have them walk in the house with a book bag. Boom, you referenced school. (laughs) Or be like, hey, I'm going to go do some homework. Yeah. And that's what I think they were doing at the beginning. And then they just stopped doing it. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's, like, the bye-bye man effect. True. Like, when she said she was, like, starting to do homework and then she went away for a second. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it's like when you're being attacked by a meat dog, going to philosophy 102 isn't all of a sudden you're like number one priority. No. <clears throat> when, yeah, when a demon's following you and dropping dropping his coins everywhere. 
So, do you think you saw? Did you see Annabelle comes home? Nope. Okay. So there's one of the ghosts in Annabelle comes home. It's called the Fairy Man, and part of his thing are coins. And I can't help to feel as if it stole from the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> Even though it's, like, yeah, that's creepy. It is much better in Annabelle comes home, which is a movie I love. But you know, it was like there were like a few too many like points where it like reminded me a little bit of that, where I was like. Did someone see the Bye Bye Man and be like, well, this would be easy to do better? We can beat that. I guess that's what we're doing right now. Maybe. And then we also keep... In, we're introduced to the fact that this... Our main character, the gangly guy, his parents died in an accident, which is never explained. And that he was... He got a lot of support from his friend, John. Was that the guy that lived with them? Yes. Okay. Just checking. So it was him. It was Elliot is the main guy, John, the friend, and then his girlfriend, uh, which name is escaping me. His girlfriend, not British. Not British. And this was just a funny line. It was... Elliot and the girlfriend were sitting there, and then he goes, do you want to watch something stupid? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, left a weird, like, looks like a hostage note. I could not fathom that. <laughs> like, why I truly did time? not understand what was happening. I don't know the point of it. I don't know why that character would have done it. I I don't really know. I just to show that they love each other, I guess. But like in a kidnapped way. <laughs> like in, in like, a threatening way. Like in a kind of like maybe this is Stockholm syndrome and not like real love. Yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe he's the bye-bye man because he stole her from her family and so she went bye-bye. I think we're on to something. Um, but that's when the girlfriend starts seeing all of the horror stuff. Uh, Maybe like, the real you know, Bye Bye Man was the friends we lost around the way. <laughs> Two uh, threatening notes and kidnapping. <laughs> that's what we, we love a short cubby door. We love him, especially in horror movies. You, you gotta do it. This wallpaper. Mm -hmm. It's so ugly. That I still, if this is going to the early point where I like, I don't buy that they were excited to move into this house because it's truly just the worst. All of it is very bad. There's no part of that house that is good. Like, there's a scene where the entire purpose of the scene is the energy of it is fuck yeah, a free bedside table. Mm -hmm. That's. That's like, we have to spend like five minutes for that. And uh, jokes about not knowing how to cook. And the, the all the glassware was downstairs and it was all white. What was that line? I didn't understand it. Was it a race joke? I thought it was a race joke, but like, why? I thought it was why? a race joke too. 
I, it's I it's don't, ceramics. I don't know. That's like the plainest thing. I only make inclusive ceramics. Snaps for Quinn. <laughs> you know, in all the ceramic work I do, I just try to make right. sure like everyone's represented. Basically, Elliot is brushing his teeth, and then he stops making any kind of noise. And so she thinks that he's being, like, creepy and weird and, like, hiding. And I don't know what she thought. But also it's like, well, what... What were you doing in the bathroom that wasn't making literally any noise? <laughs> There's so many things that you that's like the only things that you do in the in the bathroom typically involve running water. <laughs> you could just be there vibing. I think that's why so she was like freaking out calling his name like the door kept opening and slamming shut and he was just standing in the bathroom <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> Until he's like, oh, hey, what? <laughs> so she was getting freaked out. That uh, was the start of it. Um, um, so I think we forgot to say, like, during the college party, the girl, like, activates the bye-bye man. This is, that was before, and now we're at the college party. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. So the uh, little girl activates the bye-bye man. Is it the girl or is it... I thought it was um, Elliot by reading it and then saying the name. But like, I don't know what activates the bye bye man. Is it just saying his like, name, or is does, does it involve the coin somehow? I think she found the coin, gave it to Elliot, and that like caused him to investigate more to see the name. That's what I thought it was. Oh, that makes sense. I think. I don't know. Because, like, at the end, she's, like, all about the coin again. She loves those damn coins. She is on the hustle. (laughs) But there's this weird scene where, like, his older brother with, you know, a wife and a child is coming to this college party and brought his child. With said child. That's the weirdest part. Like, cool uh, older brother to buy alcohol, sure. Bring him along. Yeah, sure. The five-year-old maybe doesn't need to attend this one. <laughs> but there's like a, a scene where like he's talk the brother and Elliot are talking, and then he's like, "Yeah, you gotta live it up in college. Like it's the last time you won't have any responsibilities." And then in the same breath goes, "But you should be upstairs studying." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I wrote, "Oh, that girl is definitely fucking his friend." You think so? Because I thought that that was all part of the, like, bye-bye man, like, trying to get him to murder them. Well, maybe, but also it started from before then. It was, like, the way that they were, like, going into the basement and stuff, like, the way that they were, like, touching on, I think we were, as an audience, were supposed to, like, get that in our heads, too. Okay. So that we would believe it when it would start happening. Because I, I always thought it was just, like, part of the bye-bye man's mind tricks. I didn't believe that they were actually, like, doing it. I don't know. I feel like I feel like later on it was. Okay. But I think that they, they weirdly tried to establish that as a thing. 
Who Fuck. knows why? I don't know. Not I, just, I. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Because even like the college party, it still wasn't the Bye Bye Man really doing anything. And they were. She was still grinding up on that friend. <laughs> but I guess you're right. I don't know. It seemed like they were too close from before we started seeing things. Maybe maybe it was like a sinking. Maybe it like wasn't a thing, but like he had that suspicion. And like that's what. Oh, maybe. Like, the bye-bye man, like, fed on that. Yeah. It was already, like, lingering. Yeah. Um, and so then the the daughter, (laughs) the little girl sees the coin or whatever. Um, and then there's a shot where, like, she opens, it's like a, it's a long shot, and she opens the one cubby, and then, like, the demon starts coming out from the cubby behind her. Yeah. And that was, I guess, cool. I, I, the only, like, decent shot that I liked was when the little girl was, like, playing with those cubbies and, like, she was, like, it was, like, that wide shot and, like, she sticks her hand through and it comes out the other side. That was the only part where I was, like, okay, this is, like, kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then, like, she leaned in and, like, the demon dog kept, like, came out. Was it the dog? I thought it was her. No, it was the dog. Because <laughs> I remember being like, the fuck is that? I get, she was, like, wearing big, so I just thought it was her. <laughs> no, it was the dog. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> so then, later on, cause she's like, I found the coin. He's like, weird. And then he sees that it's on the ground when she said she put it back on the thing. And he's like, weird. And he goes to put it back. And then it falls. And he's like, weird. <laughs> so then he opens it. And he sa- he sees that it says, don't think it, don't say it. And you look at it one time and you can... It's like in this weird big circle thing. The spiral. And he looks at it. And you can tell that that's all it says. is just like going on and on and on. Yeah. But he still reads it like... 12 times. <laughs> I wonder what this... I wonder if there's a twist here. I'm gonna... I'm gonna I'm wait this gonna one out. So then, after the party, the girlfriend has a friend stay who is psychic sensitive oh. to do, like, a seance cleansing thing. The worst scene. This is truly my least favorite part of the movie. I hated mm-hmm. every second of it. She was annoying, like, vague goth girl. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're a woman, so I'm not going to believe you. Oh, psychic. I bet you, and then he, like, gave her a test and she passed it. And he was like, you didn't believe. You heard me do it. I don't know. It yeah. Was dumb. The whole thing was dumb. Yeah. And then he was, she was like, your parents died in an accident. And he was like, who told you that? <laughs> And then, and then they were like, "I would never tell anyone." It's like, what, what happened? Here's why here's, is it a secret? Yeah, that that's what I was about to say. Why is that like something you can't tell anyone? Unless it's like not a like if it wasn't a car accident, if it was like something else, I don't know. Like maybe like murder suicide. It's like the only situation where I'm like, okay, I get why you would be like, yeah, let's let's not. Unless his parents were, no, 
Because that would be more apparent. I was like, were his parents killed because of the Bye Bye Man? No, because that wouldn't make any sense. No, and also we would know that. Yeah. But also they didn't like to tell us anything else, so I guess maybe we wouldn't. Maybe they were like were in an early draft. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, basically, the psychicish girl gets possessed by the guy by by the man. Don't think it. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't say it. <clears throat> Although it was very, and then he's like, "What? The bye bye man?" It's like, dude, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> <laughs> There was a funny joke, though, during this scene where she's she's telling them, like, details about themselves so that they'll, like, uh, like, to validate herself as a psychic. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm seeing, like, your grandma and rolls. And she's like, yeah, like, my grandma used to bake bread rolls all the time. And then the one character goes... Yeah, everyone's grandma bakes biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. I supported him with that. And then there was, it was funny after that, they were in bed and she called her boyfriend John, even though it was Elliot. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, that's when I thought like the bye-bye man like started taking control. Probably at that point, because that seemed a little extreme. But then... Um, I like how the psychic girl was possessed and she knew a demon. She kept saying, like, oh, he's coming. Like, there's someone coming. She knew a demon was coming. But she was just like, well, might as well stay in bone real quick. <laughs> I mean, if I'm here. Like, might as well. What am I supposed to do, not? But then something weird happened, which we're not told about exactly specifics. He couldn't get it up, maybe. That's what I took, because they're like... Happens to everybody. That's what I think it was at first. I think it was that, but then I think it was because he was getting weird visions. It's like, is the bye bye man messing with his pain? <laughs> Maybe. It's like, what's the most evil haunt you can do? And he's like, I'm gonna be an like anti Viagra. <laughs> just anytime someone's trying to bone, I'm like, let me just have them see maggots coming out of their eyes and. Not let their, not let them get it up. <laughs> it's like say bye bye to your sex life. Nice. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do as many as I can. Perfect. So then we co- we get to this thing where it's a recurring thing for a while before Elliot figures out. Also, I, we have a final boy. Question mark. <laughs> it's it's a rare one, but you know, I, we we love to see it. Yeah. Where, although technically, well, John lives, Elliot doesn't. Oh, yeah. What? So, I don't know. My question is, how did he live? There's no fucking way he I know. Like, didn't the fire start in the room he is? Yeah. And he was also, like, stabbed with scissors repeatedly? Yeah. So, Anyways. like, it seems unlikely. <laughs> um, but this recurring thing that keeps happening to Elliot is that he keeps hearing this, like, weird noise coming from outside that was, like, metal scratching brick. I don't know how to... Oh, fingers? Yeah. So then, then he notices <laughs> that there's, like, 
finger length like scratches on like this brick outside which i think is just hilarious because (laughs) there were so many and like weird places and it's like what was he doing (laughs) (laughs) he just goes squishy scratch squishy scratch (laughs) (laughs) because it's kind of because multiple like more than one of them saw it so it's assumed that it wasn't a hallucination Mm -hmm. so like was he just sharpening his claws what was he doing (laughs) i'm gonna go fuck up some brick or he's just like, I'm here to be creepy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Ookie spooky. Because then he goes away. It's not like he's doing anything. He's just being like, let me just scratch some brick real quick. That'll really freak him out. <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote, what's the coin thing? So apparently the coins came back. I don't really remember why or how or what. Me neither. Oh, I forgot to say that there is another star in this movie. The Bye Bye Man is played yes. by Doug Jones. Yes. The iconic monster actor. Yeah, who's Slenderman. Who's so talented. Amazing monster actor. So my question is, you get Doug Jones for your movie, and you're like, I'm going to put him in a fucking Henley. <laughs> and, and also, like, not have him do anything. That's your monster design? Like, the Bye Bye Man not only sounds lame, he looks lame. He looks lame, and... He's, he's he just a guy in a coat. He doesn't do anything. No, he he stands. He doesn't have any cool movements. Even when, like, towards the end, when he was, like, gonna get Elliot, all he did was, like, boop his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Quick little boop. Doug Jones can do cool shit. And this is what you have him do? Sit in a chair and then sit in a closer chair? (laughs) And then stand in the back corner and then stand a little bit closer? (laughs) And then maybe be a coat? (laughs) (laughs) The whole time he's just a coat. Maybe, do you think this movie is based on the idea like that you can mistake a coat for a monster sometimes in like bed in the dark? I think, I think... I think that was the idea behind that thing in the corner. I'm saying it's the idea for the whole whole movie. That's what they based everything on. Honestly, it might be. Because that could be cool. Like, that idea that, like... They didn't do it well. Just, like, making your, like, childhood fear, like, real is, like, always a good idea for a horror movie. But, like... Yeah. How did you mess it up so badly? (laughs) Even if it was, like, Coat Dude, that's more terrifying than Bye Bye Man. Um, Are you telling me you wouldn't see Coat Dude coming to theaters near you this fall? You're right, I would see it. it. (laughs) Um, And then there's a part where, I don't remember who was talking, but I think it was the girlfriend, where she was talking about, like, I I just wrote the line, ideas are real. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was funny. And then we had a, a part where the wallpaper photo changed from a dog to, like, a monster face. I miss that. It was a weird transition that, like, didn't need to happen. Um, and then this is when I start writing, like, okay, what is what the fuck is with the train? <laughs> that is never... What is... Is that how he travels? Does he just... Is, is he just a big fan of trains? I'm assuming from all the trains, like, his backstory probably has something to do with, like, being, like, a hobo kind of guy. Like, 
Was he killed by a train? Hopping trains, that kind of stuff. That's my guess. I'm like, no one cared who he was, so now he wants people to know who he was, who he is. Maybe, maybe that's it. But he, I think you're onto something. Or is it because trains uh, make you go bye bye? <laughs> you go bye bye on a train. Here, let me pitch you this: the choo choo man. I love it. <laughs> You finally like one of my alternate titles. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, and then we're, we actually are in class. John goes to class and he's late. And then he goes, sits down and he immediately gets bored, even though he just walked in late. I will defend that. Yeah, that's fine. What I won't defend is one. Looking through your photos? I was going to say one, your professor caring if you're late. Literally not at all. No. And then two... Pulling out your phone to look at photos in a small class? Who does that? What? No one just casually flips through their phone. Like, and I don't trust that this guy doesn't have a dick pic in his (laughs) camera roll. Of course he does. (laughs) Like, even, like, doing anything else on your phone would have been acceptable. But just to scroll through your photos is insanity. It's it's like... It was like, what a psychopath. (laughs) And he likes looking at pictures of like, huh, uh, like that. Who does that? Like, oh, those good times. (laughs) And then he sees a scary photo and blah, 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 whatever. Or it could have been like a scene in that dope scene in it where he crawls out of like the projector I think that's what they they were going for, something like that, but that is not at all what happens. I don't get the reference because I haven't seen it. Oh, I thought you had. Because clowns. That's fair. No, they're they're like looking at pic, pictures from the light, like a old-timey like slide photo projector, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're like looking at pictures of like trying to figure out the history of Pennywise, and then he like comes out of the photos... Or, like, he starts moving, like, on his own in the photos. And then he, like, crawls out of the projector and he's, like, this huge clown. And it's cool. It's a really good scene. I actually think I've seen that clip. I've you seen probably a few have. of it. It's, like, yeah. the most famous scare from that movie, I think. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Um, so that, then we have Elliot doing some research, like, the good final girl that he is. <laughs> and, um... He tries Googling Bye Bye Man. Um, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. And then he eventually finds out that for some reason his school library has a weird secret or archive of an article that was talked about the Bye Bye Man. Yeah, why does the school library... It seems like a small liberal arts kind of college, you know? It's in the middle of a suburb. Yeah. So why do they have an extensive library of like international unpublished newspaper articles that that were like banished articles yeah i don't know but and the then, stuff like, that had absolutely no impact on history or culture because they were never published yeah <laughs> it's very it's very bizarre but um although i do want to say though i am grateful because the librarian is the best character. She's great. 
But um, also, they have a weird close relationship, which you don't have with your school library. <laughs> uh, okay, third grade me absolutely did. In college? <laughs> Mrs. Rashley you... was very supportive of my have advanced you... reading group, is all I'm going to say. Have you ever even seen a librarian in college? <laughs> the only ones I've seen are like the students that work in the like checkout desk. And they don't count. <laughs> And the only one reason I talked to one is one went to my high school and I saw her there. Exactly. Like, you don't just become BFFs with your school, you know, your college library librarian. I don't know. It's so weird to me. Maybe maybe in, like, again, they're in the suburbs. There aren't any places to go out. The library's just the hopping place. Maybe. So, he finds this article about this kid that, this young boy, teenager, whatever... That killed his family. And in the article, he's he like, He wasn't oh, yeah, a teenager, the- was he? Yeah, I thought, yeah, he was. I thought he was like in a, no, because it was his wife that they meet later. Were, I thought you said you were paying attention at the end. I was. That, that guy was the writer of the article. Yeah. But he wasn't Not a the teenager. Kid. What kid? Gee, the, of the article! Oh! I got what you mean now. I was confused yes. for a second, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm back on track. There was a kid that, that killed his family, and this guy was writing an article about that. Yep, got it. Yes, okay, great. Um, so the kid basically tells the guy, he was like, oh yeah, I did it because the bye-bye man. And it's like, you, you knew that telling him <laughs> would, would summon him, so why did you tell him that? Because he's just a big old dick. Unless he was being summoned and that was, I don't, I, I don't know. But it was like, why would you tell him that if you knew? That's just a dick move. Maybe because it's like, you know how some of the bye-bye man victims like want to spread it. That might be it. But also he killed his family so they couldn't spread it. Or unless he killed them for other reasons. I mean, we'll get, well, because it seems like a lot of the bye-bye man murders are just him convincing each other that something's happening and that they have to kill the other person. Yeah. So maybe it was like situations like that. Anyways, that's and then Elliot who has read so many things about like hey don't say his name is like let me tell the librarian the name. That was the was that part of the bye-bye man cuz it really more seemed like he was like I'm just going to fucking say it. What? I said, was that part of the whole, like, bye-bye man curse, like, where you kind of want to spread it? Because he didn't even, like, seem to show resistance. He was just like, I'm gonna fucking say it. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Elliot is a dick. Elliot's a dick. Cause, well, because then later on he's like, you can't say it. But it's like, everything he read so far up to this point, he knew you're not supposed to say it. Like, he said it to, like, four or five different people at this point. I don't want to say it. I understand why his girlfriend cheated on him. Maybe. In his head? In his head, at least. But then I wrote, like, so this lady and the psychic girl are both going to get got. I know. I think the librarian's death was the saddest because she was the one who had, like, not death or, like, just takeover or whatever was saddest because she was the only one who had, like, no reference point as to what was going to happen. And she's, and then she'll, she never found out. Yeah. And then she's, 
She killed her kids and she didn't know why. And then the best part of the movie, I lied when I said other things were the best part of the movie. It is on par with a certain car running over a person scene in Ma. We're not there yet, but we can talk about it. I, I was just thinking about it. I was excited to say it because I, I had to hit pause. I was laughing so hard. It did make me... It, I automatically thought about Ma. I did too. Like, it's not as good because the music cue in Ma is next level. But it's just equally out of nowhere and very funny when it happens. <laughs> so then he's like sitting there reading the article and then he starts scratching it out. And, like, now he's afraid of writing it, even though, you like, he has said the name, like, a fuck ton of times. Yeah, just all of a sudden. And then it's like the bye-bye man made him lose, like, two out, five hours or whatever. But in that time, he, like, scratched out bye-bye man, like, three times. And yeah. that was it. And, and all the bye-bye man did was, like, scoot closer to him. Yeah. I, I, I expected, like, the article would be, like, just covered it, don't think it, don't say, you know... You know, like, reoccurring themes in the movie could have been a cool idea. No, it was just an article. Just a printed out article. He just, he scratched, poorly blacked out the name, like, three times. He still didn't even black it out. He just kind of scribbled it a little. A small scribble. And then he leaves, and then that's when he sees uh, John and the girlfriend, like, weirdly cuddling on the hood of the car, which, that could have been a bye-bye man thing. I, I, yeah, my thought was that's not even them. Oh, that also could have been it. Well, that was his, we saw John's car before. And that was John's car. Oh, yeah. You're probably right then. But when he was like, he, he was spying on them. This was something that I, I really appreciated. Um, but when he was spying on them, he kind of like t- turned into like the entrance of a jewelry store and there's a sign in the jewelry store that said, Say it with diamonds. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I didn't. That's funny. Yeah, there was like a sign and it had it said, Say it, like in all caps, really big. And then it said, With diamonds. Like it was like a jewelry store advertisement. And I was like, That is very good. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Bye bye, man. Um, but then they take it away with the music later on. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this one was subtle and i appreciated it the music was like okay oh cause so then i don't remember why but like when he does it next but my next night my next note is elliot you gotta stop fucking saying the name <laughs> <laughs> who who did was that when he met with faye dunaway no not yet we're not there yet so who does he say it to there then i'm trying to remember or i don't does remember he just say it to it himself was... He probably just said it. I think he said it to um, the psychic girl, because that's my next note. Oh, yeah. She got hit by that fucking train. <laughs> or was he, like, saying goodbye to his friend and was like, all right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, man. man. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think he was talking to, like, the psychic girl, because he picks her up and is like, we got problems, girl. Um and then she thinks that she sees a fa- she killed her roommate. We don't know that yet though, but she has a bloody hammer in her purse. And she's acting all threatening to to him. And then she thinks that she sees a family broken down near the train tracks, so she makes him pull over so that she can run over there. And then she runs over and just boom, smack gets hit with a train. Oh, here's here's another question. Mm. I can't tell if what the bye-bye man wants is his name spread or he wants 
to kill the people that know his name because they're counterproductive. That is a note. Yeah, I wrote that down later, but I wrote, if he needs people to know his name, why does he kill the people who know it? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm confused about. Because he killed her. Like, it was definitely his intention to kill her. But she was about to kill... Maybe it's because she was about to kill people who did know his name. Like, because her plan was to kill oh. John and his friend... Or, uh, John. Who's the, who the fuck is John? Is John's, kill... John's the friend. Oh, he, okay. I was close. I meant to say Elliot. <laughs> I thought I just came up, up with that out of nowhere. She wanted to kill John and Elliot. Yeah. And the girlfriend. Maybe... So the Bye Bye Man decided she had to die because of that? Yeah, I think that might be it, is when you try and, like, stop it, that's when he tries to get you. But then he also definitely was trying to get John to kill Elliot. Was he? I thought he was. Or John to kill girl because he made John see her as psychic girl and dead. D- yeah, dead, specifically dead psych- psychic yeah. girl. Psychic, not psycho. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I really don't understand his motives at all. I wish we had even a little bit of backstory. Because it feels like his thing should be getting it to spread, and that's why the only, re, only time he kills is... Or that's why like the solution is to kill everyone who's heard it. It's so that it can't spread anymore. But then, like, what's so bad about him if... Just hearing his name is his only goal. Like, what's why would he kill anybody? So why is it so bad that you heard his name in the first place? You know? Yeah. And it I think make a whole lot of sense. I think what we just stumbled onto is really the fundamental fault flaw of the movie and the plot. Is motive? Yeah. It's like what's what's his deal? But I, I want to. I want to talk about the train scene really quick. Yes, please. She's she's running. The... Oh, oh! I forgot all about him. <laughs> the conductor. Yes. <laughs> the best part <laughs> of the whole movie is so it like really is. we keep. It's very uh, like it keeps cutting back to like Elliot finding the bloody hammer in her purse and running after her with the bloody hammer. Her seeing the like. The car accident and the and the kids and stuff that need help, and then cutting back to like, and the then the train road. coming, and then the train coming, and like we keep cutting back, and then we cut to the conductor who just goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> but that's it's only once to him. He only never once. is seen again. It's one second of him being like, "Fuck." <laughs> to see the conductor like you like showed the train coming we get that that's happening and also we know just general knowledge that it you can't stop a train in time yeah but we don't need to see the conductor (laughs) (laughs) it just made the whole thing just so comical out of nowhere it just completely cuts all the tension you know yeah 
But oh my god, I absolutely it's mandatory to be in this movie. You know, it's not yeah. as good without that. No. And then after they're like trying to figure out what happened, and they are accusing Elliot of murder because, <laughs> and then. Uh, at first I was like, what? And then they were like, the conductor said you were chasing her to the train tracks with a bloody hammer. And I was like, oh yeah, that doesn't look great for you. <laughs> and then he's trying to tell John and his girlfriend to stop saying the bye-bye man. And John, for some reason, is like, no. Because <laughs> I think he's more possessed. Maybe. That's what I took it as. Like, the bye-bye man is fully, like, in him. And, like, his mission is like, I'm going to spread this. Yeah. Well, then Elliot gets arrested, or, like, at least held in custody because of all the incriminating evidence against him. He's a a frat guy with herpes. He's like, I'ma give this out. Yeah. Did you talk about John? Yeah, I I thought of the joke and it made me laugh, and I I shoved it in there when I shouldn't have. Just like a frat guy. Hey! (laughs) I was going to make a similar joke, and then I didn't. (laughs) So that's what I'm here for. But she lets her go because he's being like cryptic and she's like, he's not, he didn't do it or whatever. And then he's like, it's the nightstand's fault. And all he does is like throw it into the woods. It's like, why wouldn't you just burn it? I don't, good question. Maybe it's like, he's like a centrist kind of mentality where he's like if it's not affecting me like i'm good but yeah, like I just he don't doesn't want it have in my, i don't want it next to my bed yeah he doesn't have like the necessary empathy to like think about other people yeah because it's like it has the name in it so just just burn it but then it was funny because he goes like so now now his paranoia that his friend is sleeping with his girlfriend set in and it was funny because he was leaving to go talk to the the widow of uh, the the gun guy from the opening. the gun guy from the opening and um he says to his girlfriend he's like i love you don't touch him <laughs> which was funny um but i just realized that we skipped over mr daisy <gasps> how could we i i'm sorry i didn't put a placeholder note for it but i want to apologize to our listeners right now that we are sorry we did this. We we should know better by now. Mr. Daisy is their landlord who also works at... A flower shop. A flower shop. And his name and is Mr. Daisy. His name is Mr. Daisy. And he also, for all for the keys to his locations, he also has a daisy on it. Yeah. And for the uh, he's portrayed by Jonathan Penner, the writer of the movie. And they went... Okay, he needs, like, a trait to, like, signify him, like, as more of just, like, a generic throwaway character, you know? And they they thought about it, and they go, let's make him gay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, are we going to show this by, like, him being with a man? And it's like, nah, just do a voice. Yeah, just be stereotypical. We're good. (laughs) Although it was very, she was like... It's cold in here. And he goes, honey. <laughs> what did he say? Honey, this is a hot house. <laughs> it's not cold in here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She's sick. I don't think we talked about that. That was her thing. John is, like, seeing stuff. 
John is like, can't get horny. Yeah, John can't get it up. Maybe that's why he was looking through his phone. She was looking for the news that he had saved. (laughs) He's like, listen, I got blue balled last night by myself. And I don't care that I'm in a 20-person class. This ends now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she just, like, has the flu. (laughs) Ookie spooky. (laughs) (laughs) And Elliot thinks that they're cheating on him, so... I do with that with what you will. <laughs> so then, when he's driving in the car to go visit the widower, he's listening to a song that's about dying and just keeps saying bye bye. I again. like that song. Yeah, like it's I, a little on the nose, but I don't mind on the nose music cues most of the time. I thought it was a, a bit on the nose just because of, like, he could have just, like, had it playing and, like, whatever, but he was, like, actively, like, yelling, singing along to it, and I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. That's fair. It's, like, a director I like named Xavier Dolan. Not not to sound like I know stuff about film for a second, but I'm going to do that. Usually I sound real stupid. But he, he like, is known for using, like like, the obvious music cue. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that sometimes. Because it's like, why not use a Celine Dion song at your karaoke scene? That's, like, what really would happen. That's fair. Yeah. I, but that's, this isn't, like, he wouldn't choose that song, I don't think, this character at this point. Or it's like someone was, like, going through, like, a rough alone moment, and it's like, White Flag by Dido. You know? It's like the first two th- early 2000s music cue you think of. But it works. But and this is on the nose in the other way where it's like, quick look up songs, free licensing songs that have "bye bye" in the title. I think that's exactly what happened. But it was like <laughs> I, I really liked the diamond thing, and then this was like, all right, this is this is calling your shot. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that he got to the house and he opened the door, and she was just standing at the top of the stairs, like I don't know, waiting for someone to just come burst into her home. <laughs> To Faye Dunaway's house? Yes. Yeah, okay. So then we we learned the story of her husband. Um, but she was very proud because he defeated the, the bye-bye man, even though he killed, like, so many people and himself. But she de- but he defeated the, the bye-bye man. But I'm like, if you, if you were so proud of your husband, why would you sell his nightstand, which... Yeah, you didn't see that it had the name in it, but it still had, like, the don't think, don't say it weird circle thing in it. Like, wouldn't you just be like, let me get rid of that? Let me throw that away? Again, she's, like, only cares about herself. She's one of those. Yeah, she's like, get it out of my house. And then, um... I did think her whole character for a second was, like, just a vision provided by the bye-bye man. When she got, like, set on fire, I was like, oh, this whole thing's fake. But then, like, it wasn't. So. When she got set on fire, I was just so taken aback by that happening that I didn't even think that it would be a vision. I was just like, what the fuck? I also wouldn't put it past this movie to do that. I think that was the main concern. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, it's a vision. Because she just catches fire so quickly. <laughs> and then he goes to shoot her while she's on fire. And it's like, maybe you don't, you don't need to do that. 
Like, I think the fire's <laughs> gonna cover this. Um, so then he finds out that the, the secret is just thinking. And if you just think real hard... Like, the plot to what... Like, the solution to, like, every fucking horror movie. Like, you're not real. Yeah. Like, that's the... That's what happens in every single one. Even, like, the good one. There are good ones where that's, like, the solution. Right. So then he goes to drive home. Oh, and then we find out... We we get the rest of that cut scene from the beginning where we see him... Where he kills himself, and we see the demon dog in the worst CGI possible that oh they my could God. even possibly do. Just munching on a head. <laughs> and we get the bye-bye man standing in a different location now, uh, still not doing anything, and then he kills himself, and then the bye-bye man went bye-bye for a few decades. I think he's just the vibe-vibe man. <laughs> I think that's it. He's just absolutely chilling out at every situation. So, Elliot's trying to get back to tell them, like, if you just think super hard and you don't believe it, then we'll defeat him. Um, And then he sees John standing in the road, and he's like, I know that that ain't real. Um, And it wasn't. And then then he runs over the librarian. (laughs) Who was coming over to his house? To kill him? Maybe, but also she, and she had killed her kids in the meantime. Yeah. But I, th- I, I think it was to kill him. Uh, I think it was. I, she called him and said she was coming over for a different reason, but it was probably to kill him. Yeah. But then why was she, like, in the road? Like, not even, like, kind of close to his house. No, not even... Well, it had to have been semi-close because he walked all the the rest of the way home. Oh, yeah, you're right. But, like, why was she walking in the middle of the road? I don't... Why didn't she get in the car? But here's the thing. So why didn't... Why did she want to kill him? Was it because he wanted to stop them? Probably. So maybe she was coming over for a different reason and then the bye-bye man, like, took her no, over? No, I don't... I, I think it was... Uh, the bye-bye man had control, like, even during the phone call. But why would... Why did... The, I guess, the real question is, why didn't the psychic girl kill him in the car? Why was she, like, waiting until they got to the house? Because she just needed a chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But why... But we're going back to motive again. Why, if they're possessed by the bye-bye man, why would he want them to kill the other people that know the name? I... It doesn't I, make any sense. That I think that's just like what they didn't think about when they were making this movie. Unless that it really unless they're they always are doing that on their own fruition, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, shit! You gotta stop doing that." <laughs> yeah, maybe the bye bye man like doesn't want people dead. He just wants people to know about them, but then like they do murder people, and he's like, "Well, at least you're gonna be kibble for my demon dog." So yeah, or, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's his double motive. He like wants enough people alive to spread his name, but like he also needs to feed his dog. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, just one or two at a time, please. He's like, <laughs> one for you, one for me. <laughs> um. So, but before he left for that. He had a vision where John and the girlfriend were fucking, 
And so he hit John in the head with a baseball bat. Um, and then just fucking locked him in the basement. And then John wakes up and he's in the basement with a bloody head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So I was confused on my note. So he, so John wakes up and he goes to see the girlfriend and the girlfriend wakes up and the girlfriend sees Elliot and John sees, um, or when she looks at John, she sees Elliot. And when he looks at her, he sees the psychic girl, like, as a zombie. Yeah. And so then there's, like, where she's trying to, like, get Elliot to talk to her. And Elliot's, like, fucking scared of shit because it's John. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, like, they're both hallucinating. And then she kind of, like, accidentally chases him upstairs. And then this is where I'm confused as to what happened because then Elliot runs upstairs and he finds them and he sees John being John stabbing the girlfriend with scissors so then he tackles John and then he shoots John and then it was actually the girlfriend but I'm conf- I'm confused. So the girlfriend was stabbed, and then John has a bunch of scissor wounds, and I'm just confused why she was doing it to him. But I thought she was the one that got face stabbed. No, because John was like all bloody and from the scissors. But wasn't she too? I thought he was bloody from face stabbing her. Well, she got shot. But no, because he was he did was she wounded. Also get... John was wounded. Wasn't John the one doing the face stab? That's my question. I don't think he was. I thought because he... he had all of the he had all the wounds from it. He was like he was like wounded, and when he walked in, he took the person that was on top doing the stabbing, and then he shot that person, and that was the girlfriend. I have absolutely no idea of that. It I doesn't make sense for the certain. girlfriend to be doing the stabbing, but I think that's what was happening. I was certain John was doing the stabbing, so I really am massively confused. I did too, because that's what was happening, except for the <laughs> fact that he had stab wounds from scissors. And she, well, she died. Well, one, you would have blood on you if you were just stabbing people, but... Then she was shot. I guess. But I don't know why she would be stabbing him. Because... So she thought he she was thought Elliot. Elliot. But why would she be stabbing Elliot? Just for being scared of her? Yeah, I don't... The, I think... <laughs> we're that's, not, why my, that's why my note is just like, I don't know what was actually happening. We are just not gonna figure it out. Like, the going back and forth between, like, the visions in real life is, like, cool, I guess, in parts. But also, it's, like, sometimes it's, like, well, what happened? I'm confused. (laughs) The bye-bye man comes and chases him downstairs. And he shuts the door because he hears that his brother and his niece are here. Mm -hmm. Um... And then he, like, shuts the door so that they can't get in. And he's, like, telling them to go away or whatever. And the bye-bye man comes down the stairs. And then 
just god awful loud music starts playing. <laughs> it was the most like alarming thing to have ever happened. And he just walks up all scary, like with this like extremely loud and like distracting music plays, and all he does is boop his forehead. I or that was before. I here's my. Uh... That was before he went downstairs, I think. I don't know. He what? pooped his forehead. <laughs> what are the Bye Bye Man's powers? Because he really doesn't feel super strong. <laughs> because he can't even get Elliot to, like, open a door or, like, just say the name. Yeah, he can't get him to open the door. He can't get him to say the name. He's very easily overpowered by thoughts. And... His main concern is that everyone can figure out how to stop him. Yeah, if he's that easy to stop. And he isn't... And that, this is actually in my episode of Tipsy Terror when we talked about Sinister. It was my problem with the with Mr. Boogie, uh, Bagul, is because he just makes children do all the killing for him. And that's what the Bye Bye Man's doing. He just makes them do the, do it. And we're still not even sure if the Bye Bye Man wants killing to be done. And yeah, I don't think, maybe that's just like a byproduct. He's like, shit, stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I just wanted to be (laughs) insta-famous. I didn't need all the bloodshed. (laughs) Can we cool it? Can we cool it just like follow for follow? (laughs) He's like, all I'm asking is that you just... You just talk about me. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. But then the the brother and the niece show up, and then uh, the brother's like suspicious of like what Elliot's talking about, but he has absolutely no idea what's going on. None at all. And then um, Elliot shoots himself, and then also the house catches on fire, and somehow John survives. And there's. And now uh, the nightstand is magic because it was near the dumpster instead of like in the in the yard, and the niece got the coins out of the thing and was like, "Elliot left them for me." Yeah, this is I think a part that I'm gonna redeem the movie for a little bit, or not? It's, I think it's a redeeming part of the movie is sort of like the fake end out scare. I did like that, especially since when because. So I I don't believe that the uh, that the brother would be able to figure this out like he did because like he was given nothing, but he just somehow was like I understand what was happening and I understand that the coins that the coin is part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like she, she got the coins and he was like she was like and he like there was wordings and there was weird words in the in the dresser and he was like what did it say and i literally went to write it down i was about to write down how the fuck would she be able to read in the dark and then she goes i can't read in the dark (laughs) and i was like all right touche movie touche you got me i love that like their end bit is like she's like i can't fucking read (laughs) (laughs) that was so good um well, that's the end of the movie, and then they just drive away, and the nightstand is still there. And well, that's not the place. end. Oh yeah, right. Because then the real like end scare happens, and it's like John somehow lived. Mm-hmm. And then he, the detective is like, even though you can tell the detective is like 
kind of knows something spooky's going on like that because she let him go. Yeah, she, let she can tell go. like something weird's happening. Yeah, she's still like, you can tell me, and then like he whispers to her, and it's like obviously he says the bye bye man or whatever. And there we go. Now she knows. And the next movie's like I don't know her her and her gay best friend Mr. Daisy fighting it. <laughs> oh, I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> And that's the that's the end of the uh, the bye bye. That's how we say bye bye to the bye bye man. Yes. So, thoughts about the it in movie. general. I mean, it was bad, but it like had enough laugh out loud moments where I enjoyed it enough. It was bad, but it was also self aware, which is you don't get very often. Yeah, I, like, see, was, I don't think it, it knew poorly... it was as bad as it was. I don't think it was either. I th- it was poorly made, but it was also s- it was also still somehow self aware. Like the jokes about like, yeah, he thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I it like knew it wasn't gonna be like anything special, but like it still came out worse than they were ready for. Oh, definitely. Although it did make back its budget, um, partially because it was a pretty low budget. <laughs> It was like seven point four million. Oh yeah, that's not the hardest. It's not to huge make for that. especially for a horror movie. That's not a lot. I don't know. I think it was entertaining. It definitely had me fully engaged. I guess. Yeah, like I, it, like we said, we both said we like paid attention. Which, if, if you're a fan. You know, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> if you've listened to more than one episode, you know at least one of us stops paying attention to whatever movie we're watching. <laughs> Some, a lot of times, both. And I do think that's, that is in part to the fact that, like, because there's these visions and we you constantly are going back between this is what the, the character is seeing and this is real life. Like, we keep switching points of view. It, like, forces you to, like, pay more attention so that you know what's going on. But I think it's for me, at least it was just I was kind of excited to do this because like it's been hyped up to me is really bad. And like plus the survivor thing, I was like ready to go. I want I like and like I said, since I saw the first trailer for it, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> and I, I knew I would watch it eventually. You just you can like see a movie and you like you're like, yep, my life's going to come to this. Like not in the <laughs> way that where I was like, I'm actively like going to look out to see it like. I just know this is fate. Oh, I remember seeing that and I being like, I, <laughs> that is the dumbest thing. Like, I don't want to see that movie. But in my head, I was like, I know eventually I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, drinking game. Would it be too mean to be like every time they say don't think it, don't say it? I think you should take take a shot every time that they actually do say bye-bye man because of how often they they do say it and how they are not supposed to <laughs> so if you take a shot every time you'll you'll realize that that was a, probably the main issue <laughs> <laughs> every time the girl like slips on her accent yes take a drink i also Stealing from the the sinister drinking game that I played with them on Tipsy Terror, but take a sip every time you see uh, the Bye Bye Man's face. Not a lot. That is sinister. 
Yes. Oh, okay. I was oh, hoping... that was just sin- I. <laughs> I was hoping for a laugh, but you know, I well, rarely like get way, it. The way you said it, it sounded like you were like mid sentence. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm cool. I'm sorry. I was just waiting for you to finish what you were saying. Well, stop doing that. Yeah, I, sh- I really should. <laughs> uh, take a sip every time you you know for sure that the friend and girlfriend are for sure sleeping together. <laughs> See, I still have my doubts. I don't know. Watch that scene where she where she trips down the stairs at the beginning. Finish finish your drink when the train conductor comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chug it. <laughs> chug. Chug, chug, chug. Get it? Chug a choo-choo. Chug a chug. Chug a choo-choo, chug a natty light, whatever you have available. Yeah. Um, A coin. Throw a coin in there. Just throw a coin. Just, just for the copper taste. <laughs> um, Anything else? I think, I mean, you're definitely going to be drunk. Yeah. Anytime you start thinking about his motives, just take a sip. Don't think about it. Just take a sip. Just uh, just don't think about his motives, though. It will get too much. And I think that's maybe, like, why they kept saying, don't say it, don't think it. You know, maybe they were like, just don't, just don't think about this movie. Just watch it and just don't think about it. I, I let it escape your brain. I guess it is, it does know what it is in the sense, it's like, you're going to watch this just a random night in, you might be drinking still, you're going to be with your friends, none of you are going to be or- older than like 27. <laughs> we know who this is for. <laughs> exactly. Um, how would you fix the movie? And this is something I want to, I'll bring it up now, it's something I wanted to, to ponder, but if the only... Do you think that it would improve? And I'm not talking for like comedic sense. I'm talking like actually like make it a more critically acclaimed horror movie. Um, even though that is not a thing. <laughs> critically Unfortunately. But make it a more like official horror movie if you just simply change the name of the Bye Bye Man to like something not that. Like, and I'm not talking as, like, oh, it would be funnier if it was this. Like, actually, if you just changed it to, like, Bagul or whatever the fuck. What if it was, like, Dave? <laughs> See, that's not what I wanted you to take this conversation. Is that worse? Like, if it was... I, I mean, all monster names are, are silly. They're, like, they're hard. They are Boba hard Duke. to nail. Bagul, which I will only refer to as Mr. Boogie. Um, <laughs> uh, Baba Duke works though because it's like the kids' element, right? And that's why I like to call the the monster and sinister Mr. Boogie because he deals with children and that's what they call him. So that's yeah. what I I like to be respectful and call him Mr. Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, <laughs> I was Michael. saying like Frankenstein. Actually, his monster. <laughs> Dracula. Even they those... all are silly names, but like Bye Bye Man is like next level silly. Yeah, I'm. T- I, I'm like trying to think of like an alternate 
Well, it's never explained why it has to be bye-bye. That's just, like, kind of something they thought up, you know? So it really doesn't have to be, like, fit into that theme, I guess. But if it was just, like, any... Like, I'm not even asking you to come up with one, but, like, do you think, like, if the movie was entirely the same except for the name of the monster how much that would improve the movie. I think it actually would have made it worse because I think the reason it's like kind of famous and like kind of a meme is because it is called the Bye Bye Man. So I think it actually would have made it less popular. Well, it definitely would. Yeah. No one would fucking watch this shit. But like, I think, I think that adds to like the fun of it is that it is such a dumb name. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there's too much else going on that, that it wouldn't really improve it. But if you're, if, I feel like if you're trying to make this like a a better horror movie just in general, I think that's your first step. See, I think the more important thing is to like flesh out his motives and his backstory. Yeah, we need a backstory. We need like, a motive. Even if it was still called the Bye Bye Man, but it was like clear what he was doing and if Bye Bye was a part of it. He had a backstory, and the actress sounded American. I think right there you've already got like enough fixes to make it a lot better. I think that's just the main problem is that we don't know why anything is happening at any given point. Like, no wh- character's motives are explained. <laughs> Not really. What if it was even just like the goodbye man? Like that alone is even like, that would make it so much more. Like I would take the movie so much more seriously than the bye bye man. Because even the Boogeyman is a thing, and that's a dumber, th- that's like a dumb name too, but like, Bye Bye Man just seems so first draft. <laughs> yeah, like Boogeyman, the dance man. The train man, the conductor. <laughs> that Then they'd have to like play into trains a lot more than they were willing to go. Question. Yes. Do the coins in the trains connect? Because if you put a coin on a train, like a train trail, what the fuck? Why can't I? Um, is it a? It's a a rail. Like it flattens it. Yeah. I mean, is that part of it? I don't think so. I'm just trying to help. What if if you wanted to like make it into trains instead of a coin, like make it like a ticket? Or something. Yeah. Like. Like, yeah, let's play into the train motif. Trains can be like a new kind of scary thing. Call him the conductor, Mr. Choo Choo. <laughs> Perfect. I just feel like we just don't. Like, because you. There's like the repeating elements of like the coin, the nightstand, the train, but like, why? why? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What the I, fuck does it mean? I'm not sure. Any other ways you would fix the movie? I mean, just doing those things that we've talked about, it would be miles better. Yeah. Maybe um, get a better production designer and cinematographer because, Mm -hmm. again, it's just really so ugly. It is. It's bad. It's so gray. It's so boring looking. Like, you can be bleak without being boring visually boring like it's it's entertaining enough <laughs> also like i mean they do have tropes from other horror movies like they have like the i mean the whole haunted house like beast in the boudoir 
element. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Trying to sound smart here? What the fuck? (laughs) I take it back. I take it all back. I'm messing. Go ahead. But that's like it. <laughs> like, uh, like for classic horror movie tropes. That's true. Because we, I mean, there is no sympathetic monster because we don't have any fucking backstory. Yeah, like, I, I feel like he's, like, supposed to have a tragic backstory. And, like, the teens are annoying enough where we could almost start rooting for him. Right. Like, I don't care if, I don't care if they die. Not at um, all. But I don't, like, I don't, I don't think, like, History of Horror was really something that they were, they cared about. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like it knows much else about horror. Right. It's like all the basic scares, but in the sense where, like, it was the first scares they thought of, and they're not actually, like, just playing with the tropes. They just, like, these are, like, your go-to stuff. Exactly. That's what, like, it's weird is that there's not many tropes, but also it's nothing new. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't as know if, how they manage that. It's as if they were <clears throat> making the very first horror movie, where, like, it's bad because, like, it's the first. <laughs> but... But it still has the, the, these elements that you see again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. So what do you rate it? I'm just, I'm still trying to cope with the fact I said The Bye Bye Man is the first horror movie ever made. <laughs> um, I'm going to rate it. Do we, do we have two out of ten or five? I forget. Five. I'll probably give it like one and a half. Like, it has okay. enough fun moments, but, like, it's still actively bad. I was going to say, like, a two and a half. Just because there were some moments that I thought were funny. Um, and just the... Like, it's bad. It's just objectively bad. But there's, like... It's just so entertaining, though. It is. And I, I can't say that for most of the movies that we we watch on this. So that for that reason alone it gets like a slightly higher rating than it probably should deserve, but it's just like I mean it's just very entertaining. It and is. It's, you pay attention to it. It has solid moments. Yeah. Again, not solid scares, obviously not. That's Actually, I'm not what bump we're it talking up. about. I'm going to bump it up to a 3. Um a point 0.5 is just for the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll it's bump just it. for him. You're right. I'll concede. It'll get to <laughs> one full star for the conductor, even though including the conductor is breaking pretty much every basic rule of filmmaking about tension. Oh, <laughs> just it's like they had a film textbook in their head, in their hand, and then they just fucking burned it. <laughs> Like, let's cut to a new character who has never been introduced before. <laughs> it, like, in a tense scene. And, you know what, also, we're gonna... I forgot what I was gonna say. Never we're gonna mind. break the 180 degree rule as well. <laughs> we're gonna do that. 
Yeah, just I'm completely blanked out on what I was going to say. Let's move on. I mean, that's it. Do you have any other uh, different horror movie suggestions that are... Do we do that? We have um, in almost every episode for the last, like, eight or nine. Awesome. Our new... Here, let's... Let's find let's like legitimize the segment. Let's do one horror movie that's like or like one movie of a similar badness. And then oh. and we'll do this for everyone. Like one that if like if you like this, you'll love this. And then another one is like what's like the best version of this movie? Like what's an actually good version of this that exists? How's okay. that? Do you like that? Sure. And we can call it, um, I don't know, you come up with a name. I, I can't right now, I'm too busy trying to think of a bad movie that's similar <laughs> We will call it, um, Good, Bad, But Never Sad. You know what, it's workshopping. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it later. <laughs> we we will... have three episodes that t- came up like we took to come up with little jippers so we'll let it sit for a while we'll give it a good hard think (laughs) yeah stay tuned which is why we need a long time but you can go first okay so i think the good version of this is the ring because it's the same idea of like the villain all they want is their name spread but it still mm-hmm. it gives a reason as to why someone would die because it's like you get your seven day limit if you don't spread it you die if you do spread it you're all good I'm not gonna kill you anymore like it just needed a, this movie needed a simple answer like that right as and, to and this make movie, the whole thing I kept, work I did keep thinking about the ring while I was watching this I not, love the ring not not in a way where they were intentionally referencing it but just in a way where like. <laughs> The plot was so similar. Yeah, it's of a similar idea. And I really right. love that movie. It's one of my favorite horror movies. The mm-hmm. American remake. It's like the one good one. And then... Of, yeah, like of a remake. Yeah. And then, yeah. do you have a good one? Because I still need to come up with my bad one. I... I, I need to... Th- I need... To think for like a quick second. Okay. I think I, I can be able to get one. You know what? I have a bad one. Okay. Uh, A lot of horror fans like this movie, so maybe I might be in the minority. It is like a classic horror classic to a lot of people, but I didn't like it, so I'm going to use it. It's Phantasm. Mm. It's not similar in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. but it is similar in the idea it's a tall, lanky, creepy guy going after a group of people... And it's an older brother and a younger brother. So that's going to be enough similarities for me to say it's bad. I get why people do think it's a classic. I just hate the ending. I think it's one of the worst ended movies I've ever seen. I won't spoil it other than that. But so it's bad, but it still like has fun moments. So that'll be like my good version of this is the ring. The bad version of this is Phantasm, even though it's really, like, a poor connection, because that's has nothing to do with ghosts or monsters, like, these kind of monsters. The only connection I'm going to use to get to my good movie 
Mm, no. What was it going to be? It, just, it, it can be weak. It was going to be Happy Death Day. <laughs> well, we'd love and to the only connection connection. is that they're college students. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's a little too weak for me, even. I'm sorry. I know, that's why I was going to not do it. <laughs> You're right, I was going to allow it, but you lowered the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't watch nearly as many horror movies as you do. That's It doesn't have to be horror. I guess. It can be like... As long as you can, like, make a solid connection, it could be anything. I feel like you've seen, I feel like you've seen a lot of, like, the teen scream movies, though, and that's really what this is. Right. So maybe that could be your reason for Happy Death Day, is, like, it's, like, the teen horror movie, you know, just, like, kids having fun. I don't know. It's hard because I... This movie reminds me so much of Sinister for a bunch of different reasons. Um, so I guess it would be that, but also I didn't like Sinister very much. <laughs> but, but it's hard to get, it's hard to think about other movies when that connection is so strong in that's my right. head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but a lot of people do like a lot Sinister. Of, I know, that, and that's, that's, it's like, it is, Sinister is a... A well done movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a good movie. It's just not the kinds of movie that I prefer. Yeah. Um, but it is very well done. And if you like classic horror, and I think that a, for a lot of for a lot of weird reasons, this movie um, it, it feels very similar to me. And Sinister is just. A very much well, uh, well constructed version of it. It's at least well made. It's very well made. Um, it has like that. I mean, it's it's a little different because in Sinister it's found footage, but in this movie it was like we actually just saw it as if we're there. But it has like that history of it. It has um, people doing the killing for the monster. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it it has like the the element where um, there's an item in the house that is uh, conjures up the the monster. Where this one I guess was just the nightstand, but in Sinister it's like his box of home movies. <laughs> um, so there's a there's a lot of similarities that I I just can't get that out of my head to think of a different movie. Yeah, yeah, I I I think you've covered. It. I think you, this is a good. Because I like Sinister, so at least I'm going to vouch for it. And other people like it. You shouldn't not watch it because of me. <laughs> if you like horror movies, you, you will probably like it. I, it just wasn't wasn't my speed. And that's all fine. Yeah. Um, look at us. We're still getting along and having a conversation. Exactly. Liberals who hate I also didn't hate Sinister. I just, I just will not watch it again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um... Because for me, that that's a thing I know for you it's not. <laughs> so what's your bad? Or what's your, like, equal version of this? I don't know. I haven't seen the one that you said. Phantasm? It's like, my, it was kind of a weak connection, but, like, it was just what was on my mind. <laughs> I was going to say, can my other one also be Sinister? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, why not? You're both recommending it and not recommending it. Exactly. How about...
Freddy versus Jason. Sure. It's monsters attacking people. They're teens slash college And it's just, like, stupid but, like, still kind of fun. Perfect. Or Ma. Do that one instead. Um, so my bad one, my, um, equal to this would be Ma. Um, it has, like, the student and friend element, um, weird race joke that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> that kind of, and it, it is just, like, a slashery-ish asterisk movie. <laughs> um... Where... It's got an iconic actor playing the villain. Yes. Motives a little bit unclear. <laughs> <laughs> and just like bad in a fun way. Perfect. Yes. A great and also a great car running over human scene. Yes, that was the main <laughs> that was the main uh reason. Is just you know when we got two movies that someone gets run over by a car. <laughs> and um, I saw this review on Letterboxd that was like uh, about Ma that w- said, "Does does this movie even have to be good? Is is is, is it simply not enough to have Octavia Spencer unhinged?" And I have <laughs> thought about it every single day since reading it. You're right, though. Because that is the perfect review of the, that movie. It like that's, it does. That's exactly it. For this one, does this movie have to be good? Is it simply not enough to just be called the Bye Bye Man? <laughs> exactly. You name it that, it wasn't going to be good, no matter what you did. <laughs> you can have all of the iconic horror actors in it, you know whatever direct it better all that kind of stuff but it's still going to be called the bye bye man exactly yeah and that's our final thought on that movie so do you have any plugs um you can follow i plugged this on snuff so i'm gonna plug this i think i might have plugged it here too i have a a tiktok account now that i'm trying to use it's at underscore quinn latifah with an H at the end. All my other ones are with an A. I tried for consistency, but someone had already taken it. It could be me uh, by mistake, and I just forgot the password. Who knows? But, you know, I'm, I am I want to be TikTok famous. Or I just want to be Letterboxd famous. That's my other two focuses right now. I've mm-hmm. given up on Twitter. It's just not going to happen for me, even though some I think some excellent quality work. So my Letterboxd yes. is at Quite. Just flip the letters of my name, if that makes sense. But yeah. And I'm at Mala Turnup on Twitter. Uh, you can find our podcast on Twitter at One Star Movies. You can also find us on Patreon at One Star Movies. We have a Patreon. Uh, you can pick movies for a dollar a month. You can pick what we do. Uh, for $5 a month, we'll start a whole new podcast. And $100, if you're Joey King, we'll stop talking about you. <laughs> and we'll find someone else. Maybe this girl. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you're Brit- on our list. British girl and bye-bye man, you better watch the fuck out. One day we'll learn your name and it's going to be over for you. One day we'll learn your name and also the character you played. But <laughs> until then, just watch out. Um, yeah, I think that's it.
Well, you you got to keep talking because like our thing is like I interrupt you, so you got to like okay say so, something. Um, how? Okay, bye. I. <laughs> wow, that was a lot longer of an episode than I thought it was gonna be. I guess that's just the power of the bye bye man. We like lost time, like they do uh, in like, the movie, like, like he did in the library. Yeah. Wait. Oh my God. There's a guy sitting across from me. He's kind of far away. Let me oh, go look, look down. down. Look down and then look back up at him. Oh God, he's one chair closer. Oh, oh, look down and look back up at him. Oh no, now he's in the nearest chair. <laughs> oh God, it's 4 a.m. now. What happened? <laughs> uh, okay, bye.